Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And greetings listeners, this is our letter to the podcaster edition of season 3, episode 9 for January 23rd of Sendition. We have some super fun rants that we actually have for you today. So instead of doing an unpopular opinion special, we are doing a ranting special. So we reached out to our followers and our listeners and asked them to either send in audio recordings or Google Forms. And I think we have Google Forms right now. We have four responses from you guys and can't wait to dive into them. So our first one that we have today is that this person said, I'm going to try and transfer schools because I was unhappy at the school I was previously attending. I am pretty scared about this transition and I feel like I've lost a lot of control and purpose in my life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to go ahead and say that I kind of relate to that because I'm currently attending community college and will need to transfer in about a year and I'm not excited to be applying again because the whole college application process was trashy as fuck and I'm gonna have to do that again but I completely understand what you mean by being scared about this transition feeling like you've lost control like I'm just scared very scared about not being able to get into the schools that I want to get into like, I know for my college, we have this, like, tag thing where you have guaranteed admission to one UC that is not San Diego, UCLA, or Berkeley. Oh, bro. I know. But, I mean, at least I have guaranteed admission somewhere. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I want to reach for, like, schools like Berkeley or USC, UCLA, perhaps even San Diego or something. And I'm just always nervous about not being able to get in. I'm not sure if this person is talking about community college. And yeah, I, think, I know, I know. Yeah, it's no, like the tradition yeah, itself. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, so I can't, like, mm. b- like, I guess, I don't want to, s- I don't want to, like, I recently read about toxic positivity, and I don't want to say, like, you, like, oh, you, you know, got this, like, like, you'll definitely get in. Or, or well, okay, toxic positivity is kind of, also saying like you'll find out you'll be happy at this school if you keep going which it seems like most likely for you that may not be the case and i have i know someone who attended a really good school especially for this person's major Mm -hmm. it was he prestigious um, yeah engineering it was like a very engineering stem focused school Mm -hmm. so naturally that you know it seems like it would be a good fit but from what I know now, or from what I hear, that person doesn't seem happy. I think, yeah, there's a point where your major may really fit your school. But if you're missing the social thing, I don't think college is the way to go. Or that one school. Or, yeah, that like if one you are college going to college, is, then that one yeah, sorry, school is not That for one you. college is not... The, your way to go and I really hope you figure out and like will find a school or something else maybe Mm -hmm. anything that makes you feel like 
there's hope of where you're going and that you're happy. Honestly, there's a lot of possibilities out there. Yeah. Even talking about just schools in general, there's a lot. Like, it doesn't have to be prestigious name. Like, nobody seriously should care about that. As long as you're happy at your school, as long as you think that you fit into your school, and as long as you think it's beneficial for you, then I'd say go for it. But even if you don't go to college, there's, like, tons of other things you can do. Yeah. And I really hope you figure it out and that you're able to transfer to a school that you really, really enjoy. I know it's very daunting to change, especially since, like, you may feel that you've committed so much to a school already that it's kind of worthless going back, but it's not. I'm hoping, I, I don't know, but most likely you're pretty young around our age and because you have so much time i think it is very well worth it to try and transfer try and transfer mm-hmm. best of luck to you yeah you have our support <laughs> <laughs> i mean like if there's if you really, like really truly need anything you can reach out to us any other places yes for sure there's a ton of resources for you to find and yeah the next one is about food i'm just gonna read it i hate seafood and eggs so much they're associated with rotten things like what does rotten tomato smell like i don't know but i know what rotten fish and rotten eggs smell like you know i also don't get the hype around avocado it is tasteless and super thick People who like avocado and eggs in the morning with the bagel or salmon and fresh cream with the bagel. Why? This is deep. <laughs> I love those things for breakfast. I think we know who it is. And she she went for Cece's throat. Yeah, because I am a... I worship avocado and egg bagels and salmon and fresh cream. That was my... Like, that was my snack. Every day, breakfast. And my breakfast, I could eat that for breakfast, snack, lunch, and dinner. I loved having the um, French bread at Costco. This is when I took French, and I was, like, really obsessed with French food. <laughs> Not French food, but French-named foods. Oh like, I had my slice of fresh bre- uh, French bread toasted, plus the creme fraiche from Costco. I don't know if you guys have seen that little white bottle. It's super cute. Because me french vibes and some smoked salmon on top oh my god i even had that in college oh really okay not the fresh cream i had the avocado i went to the market i was literally so mad because they only had one type of smoked salmon it's not the one i like you can tell i like not the trashy one it's just one i don't like there's so when you buy smoked salmon there's like a darker richer color and Mm -hmm. there's a lighter one Mm -hmm. i like the lighter one Mm -hmm. i think the darker one well, they're both good, but I don't like the taste of it. It's a bit too strong. Mm. That plus the fresh cream, so good. Like, it's just so good. And avocado and eggs, they're so convenient. Like, I did that in college, too. I had a bagel or, like, a piece of bread. So if I didn't have an avocado, I'd take guacamole, like, just plain guacamole. You also eat guacamole straight out of the container. Yeah, that, too. Guacamole and then a fried egg. This life's greatest joy. Eggs I can get on board with. I love eggs. Like, sunny side up. Okay, the only issue I have it is I don't like the runny yolk because I think it's too rich for me. 
Oh, so I always okay. cook it. I know, it's weird. Like, my mom thinks I'm weird for that. She's like, why? You are the only one in our family that does not like the runny yolk. So I have to cut up the yolk for you and then fry it both sides. So <laughs> then I can cook the yolk. I'm like, thanks, mom. But, yeah. I also don't like avocado. I know a lot of people are like, it's nature's butter. Like, oh my god. Like, there's like, so much butter. hype about avocados. But I never really got on board with it i used to hate it like you know how there's avocado and sushi right uh-huh. i think that was the number one reason why i didn't like sushi when i was younger is because of the avocado uh-huh. but now i tolerate it uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> she's looking at me like okay like I'm weird <laughs> i cannot just dis- for the life of me describe what avocado tastes like Right? Like, I can't... I, I, I read thinking. something once, and I wanted to scream. And maybe <laughs> a bit inappropriate, but somebody said, eating ass tastes like avocado. <laughs> and I... I felt so violated. I couldn't just eat avocado by myself. Like, now when I just eat avocado, like, that's all I can think about. Because gua- doesn't guacamole taste so good, though? I don't like guacamole. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Never mind. I would think, like... You literally cannot talk to me about avocado or guacamole because I don't like either things. I understand avocado, but I don't get guacamole. Because guacamole has a bunch of other flavors. That's true. I get maybe it's the texture. I think it's the texture I have the same gripe with mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. They have this weird, chewy texture... Plus a weird aftertaste. I just don't like the aftertaste. Yeah. I mean, the bite to the mushroom, I think it's fine. Because it's chewy. But I don't oh. like that. <laughs> I just don't like the aftertaste. My mom also thinks I'm really weird for that. And she sometimes makes me eat the mushroom because she's like, it's good for you. Yeah. My mom's always like, whenever she brings mushrooms, my parents, of course, cook mushrooms. And like they'll make me eat it and my mom's always like sia sia which means try, try it. it right but the thing is i've tried it about a hundred times <laughs> now and it's not like on the hundredth and one hundred and one try i'll oh, suddenly, suddenly like it oh my god it's the like, best food in the world i have tried mushrooms like i went to shake shack and had the mushroom burger it wasn't bad i don't mind mushrooms if it's somehow entangled with so much other stuff that i can barely taste it that's fine <laughs> Like, of course, we cook, like, mushrooms by itself, you know? Like, with there's, like sauce, maybe. Yeah, with some sauce, but no, like, you don't really remake it into some into mm-hmm. another type of food. No, it's the mushroom itself. Yeah, so it's like, see, I see, yeah, or seeds all. Like, I've tried it. it. Like, anyways, but back to the rant. Seafood, I understand to a point. I don't like lobs. I don't love oysters, clams lobsters crabs i do love myself lobster bisque clam chowder and lobster rolls okay but other than that even okay i feel like i don't like shrimp that much shrimp is not that good except one time remember when we went to this house party and like a well house warming party mm-hmm. and somebody brought oh, skewered yeah. um that was good because it seemed a bit well yeah that and was, it's also that fresh. was good that was good if you but, have like frozen shrimp or if it's not seasoned well, it's the worst thing you can eat. No, but even then, like, shrimp is... What? It has to be... If, if if it's a food I don't like, it has to be covered in oh, so no. much other stuff I that I can't seafood. taste it. But yeah, seafood I understand. I've grown to like seafood. Um, the only 
like this is mussels and oysters just because the texture mm. is yeah for mussels because it's just all like mushy and stuff but clams i love crab i'm like okay with um lobster i really liked as a kid fish great oh, f- but yeah i grew up around seafood so i think that's why mm. i'm okay with eating seafood and i like eating seafood so yeah i like fish though fish Most- is good tilapia is so good <laughs> responding to that rant that was out of pocket unwanted at the end yeah anyway moving on to our next rant i guess i'll just read it off as it is i think that just because something is a classic does not mean it's good everyone has their preferences when it comes to the taste in movies so everyone is obviously subject to their own opinion but a lot of classic movies and media i feel like are either fairly dull or have some sort of racist undertones i think breakfast at tiffany's is a good example of this Audrey Hepburn is an amazing actress, and this movie is still super well-loved both now and when it first came out. However, at the same time, having a white actor like Mike Rooney in Yellowface to play out a character using a lot of ethnic stereotypes, I think, sort of takes away any sort of enjoyment from watching the film. I'd agree. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I understand why you're frustrated, because there's a lot of... Like, a lot of criticism against current movies and current songs coming out like current pop culture stuff mm-hmm. a lot of that also includes oh back then it was better or like yeah um like old like the, the old movies stuff. the old stuff was better and th- like i feel like you can also criticize something now without bringing it to the back you can just point yeah. out the stuff instead of saying back then was better because a lot of the back then, yeah, there was some good stuff, but it's also people have always, people have been saying that for like the longest time. You'll never, I don't think that phrase has ever been gone out away. of, yeah, gone yeah. away, gone away. Like, I'm sure in the 1500s, they were like, oh, life was, everything was better back then. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, for things like media and stuff like that, there's a lot of racial mm. stereotypes issues like patriarchal shit too like the lack of feminist ideals and whatnot so i don't like i understand appreciating old films and classic films Mm -hmm. fine yes but like at the same time you always have to keep in mind that the stuff that people thought about back then or like the beliefs they had back then were obviously not quote progressive like they're not the equality that we have today yeah and i think there's a difference when between respecting said films without idolizing them mm-hmm. and i think it's the point, same for yeah. books too yeah like a lot of books we read these days uh even with to kill a mockingbird um and other things they're I don't okay. I don't want to say they're bad books because I think reading them can teach us a lot about how, what we shouldn't do. Yeah. Right. Or how things have evolved from back then till now. Yeah. But at the same time, there's like you can also point out certain mm-hmm. issues with how that was written. Yes. And that's what rhetorical analysis is. Yeah, know? just like keeping in mind the like, there's always a disclaimer that comes with those classical movies and books and. Like, I guess, sorts of media. Yeah. There's always a disclaimer. Like, 
Remember how Disney, they used, not used to, but now they put disclaimers over their old movies mm. saying, hey, we understand that there's some racial stereotypes here that were possibly suitable back then, like 20 years ago at least. Not even 20 years ago, like more like 50 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So then they always put a disclaimer like, hey, there's some racial stereotypes in here that we know is not okay today. It was fitting back then. So we just want to let you know, like, not to, you know, here's a disclaimer. So always, like, watch at your own risk sort yeah. of thing. And this is not to say, this is not to excuse those things as well. There are reasons, yeah. right? And I'm glad they do that because I remember they took out a bunch of, doc- like, bunch of old children's books like it's better to it's better to put those exclaimers and allow people to read them than just taking it away Mm -hmm. you know i think doctors there were a couple dr seuss books that were pulled oh for real yeah which is in my i mean i understand that just because it's mm -hmm. you're reading it to a little kid right i don't and if a kid were just reading it by themselves would they read the disclaimer no that's true but I think in if they older, more advanced books, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like the Rates to Kill a Mockingbird, right? I think at that point, if you're reading that, you're advanced enough to realize when you read that description and kind of be like, oh, okay, so this has some views from, like, the 1950s or wherever, whenever this book was written that are not applicable today at all, oh. right? Yeah, I see. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would a five-year-old try to read To Kill a Mockingbird? Like, pull it off a shelf, try to read it, right? I don't think they could read yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I would agree with this rant. Last one. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I really don't like LinkedIn, and I feel frustrated as a college student because it seems that everyone around me is using it, and I have to be on it to, quote, network and gain ex- opportunities. Maybe that's just my dislike about social media in general and being overwhelmed with life updates from people I know. Maybe this rant applies to social media in general. I don't have any public social media presence, and so every time people from group chats plan stuff, I'll be left out. Is it really impossible to thrive without social media, and are big opportunities really lost without a social media? Please give me advice. My favorite sendition, ladies. You forgot to read the end, Cecilia. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, I don't think I can speak to this one because a lot of my current activities and stuff like internship and extracurriculars lie on within social media. So not just True. like it makes me have to be active. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a difference, though, between having social media as your job. But if I have social media as my job, it is then necessary for me to be on social media. Yeah. So that's why I say I can't like really speak to fine, me. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I still struggle with putting a fine line between both because now I can excuse my scrolling. As oh, that's true. Like, oh, I'm doing work. Research. Yeah, I'm doing market research and that kind of thing. Yeah, I was just, like, saying that there might be a fine line between mm -hmm. having social media as you're working your job and just using social media on your own time. But at the same time, like you said, it is hard to put that fine line there just because social media algorithms make it so then you spend a lot of time on social media, Mm -hmm. right? So then it becomes increasingly difficult to kind of put work and your own enjoyment aside. 
Yeah. And I think I was talking to my parents about this one, but, like, we as humans are not supposed to handle knowing so many people exist in the world and mm-hmm. also knowing what they think and, and what's what they're doing. I know, like, on Facebook and stuff like that, sometimes you have, like, a ton of acquaintances and they're, like, giving you life updates every fucking single day. Like, oh, this person had a baby. This person got engaged. Or that kind of thing, right? And I also don't need to know that your cat... Like, my cat threw up. today. Yeah, like, like, congratulations. Yay! Like, okay, great. Whatever. Or that kind of thing. Like, we don't... We're not supposed to be knowing what these people do every second of every day. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? That's just not how our brains are supposed to work. And also have that, also that same gripe with reaching out through social media. Like, mm-hmm. if people don't have my number, then they try social media DMing me yeah. on Instagram or something like that. And I personally am horrible at responding to DMs, and that's, like, my own issue. But at the same time, I, it's just, uh, I don't know, I don't like talking to people through DMs, because you have text message for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also makes me use social media more. Than I want to. I wish we lived in the good old days where we could just, where what you heard about other people's lives are just from, just from gossiping. Else. Yeah, I remember instead of. I mean, it still looks like that today, then. but it's but just, not as much. It, it's not as much in person and within a group, but now it's like kind of within your mind. Like, oh, now I know about this. Now I know about that. Yeah. And. Um, I don't know. I think it is possible as long as you figure out what you want in life. I think if you tell people that you don't have social media, that's fine. Like they'll yeah. reach out to you throughout. If they well, are truly your friends, they'll reach out to you in a different way. But then I don't think this person is talking about friends. Oh. Like they're talking about job opportunities. No, but like right? group chat, like people from group chats are playing stuff. That's true. Yeah. I I'm think, just saying, like, yeah, there it's... is a possibility to get around this in terms of, like, friends mm-hmm. and group chats is just use a different platform or ask them to. Like, oh, I don't have an Instagram. Can we text instead? Or that kind of thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think for that, yeah, it's... I think it's still possible to have a social life without mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you need to know all those things. No. And obviously I know it's a little different with the pandemic these days where you like you can't even see the person and say like, oh, like we're, what are True. we doing? Like yeah. You have to reach out through some form, some form of online. social media. Yeah. And... Personally, I like social media because if I were to give my contact information, I'd rather give them my social oh, media than my phone true. number. I reserve my phone number for people I know. Yeah. And, or like a lab partner or something. Yeah, or someone like I verified, but like if it's someone... I don't know. Or yeah. you're trying to reach out through the internet, like you don't know them in person. Yeah. The only reason I have my lab partner on my phone is because we have to send some images to each other, and it's because we see each other in person. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're going to, like, three times a week. Right. But, it, again, like I said, it's, I think it's still possible. I think we also, mm-hmm. it's, 
also realizing the fact that you don't. I don't want. I think it's not impossible, but it's yeah, it's a bit hard. But I think we can also learn about healthy social media use as well. Mm-hmm. Like limiting yourself maybe 10 minutes to s- scroll. And, or like check DMs if needed. Yeah, like just 10 minutes a day. But if you say you don't want to do that, then I don't think you need to. Like most... I, I don't know how to say Okay, for social, like, for social use, I can't say, but for LinkedIn, like, I totally understand. It's really good to hear. I was talking to my mom about this, too. It's, like, it's really good to hear, like, what other people are doing sometimes. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, they can do I can do. I can, too. But at the same time, it's so... It can get really toxic because then you start focusing on what other people are doing like, instead oh, shit, of like, what you are this, doing yourself. Do right? Like, you start... I guess, like, jealous or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to say jealous. It's just like, oh, I know they're doing that. Like, what have I been doing? I haven't been doing anything. Like, that kind of mentality starts to set in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's still possible to get... Okay. I, I think it's... Obviously, it's still possible to get jobs, but the easiest way to get jobs is through connections. Mm-hmm. And if... Like, I've seen... uh Like, there's this... A brand or this company called One Salting, where they t- I watched this reel and they were like the what you can do is you can search up the company's LinkedIn, find a recruiter for maybe this even this position or or someone who work who you would work with and reach out to them mm-hmm. about the job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And because you show like what you've done on LinkedIn. You can have it. You can still use it without being active on LinkedIn. Cause a lot of accomplished people I know, or like professors, people who already are in their like well into their jobs, their LinkedIns are like empty. <laughs> like they have a LinkedIn, <laughs> but nothing on it. But they still have that job. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not necessary. Super, super necessary. Like, you don't have to spend, like, ample amounts of time on LinkedIn to find an opportunity like this. And there's a lot of, like, virtual career fairs that you can give them. Maybe your contact info, you could send them your resume. Mm -hmm. But that's a hard one. I think, like, maybe because I use social media more often than you do. That's why I yeah, say... Yeah, plus you have it for your work, too. Yeah. Like you have to be on there for your work. I don't yeah. have that experience at all. I don't know. I think, one, you can limit <laughs> yourself to how much you use. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can also keep it to a f- just, like, a few friends. And, you know... Use it strategically. I think social media is really good. Uh, sorry, social media is a really good platform if you use it right. But if you use it wrong, it's you can spiral. mess you up. Yeah, spiral into a lot of spalling. Yeah, but if you're worried about whether, 
like you really need it i honestly think you don't i think there are ways to go about Other it without using social media using like linkedin your computer or something instead of your phone oh that too yeah, i meant like just you know oh need, i mean uh, yeah you don't need it either but i mean a social media to, presence if you still were to use social media like linkedin instead of your computer i don't know i honestly yeah, i don't know anybody that scrolls through social media on their computer it's usually the phone so Anyway, thank you guys for sending in your rants. We really enjoy talking about them, seeing what you guys are thinking. I think we might do more of these in the future. Mm-hmm. Just look out for our stories and Google Forms coming up. For everyone who submitted, thank you so much. We really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And we loved hearing what you had to say. And we hope you enjoyed hearing what we had to say about mm-hmm. it. We also hope you enjoyed typing it out and sending it to us yeah. as well. Thank you so much for listening. And have a great Sunday.